Life is a female dog. <laughs> a bitch. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Long Boxes Podcast. The number one podcast in the world. We are award-winning. Yeah. We've won many awards. Self-proclaimed. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> John can attest to how many awards we've won. We've won shit. Yeah. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Juan Garcia. Who else is with me? This is your second host, Dan. And your third, Jonathan. Wow. That's true. Look at John. Look at him. I feel like every show, if we don't rib on John a little bit, it just won't be the same. Anymore. I'm not going to. I'm going to admire his beauty. Uh-huh. Look at him. He's just a sexy man with a nice, weird, kind of flesh-colored beard. Yeah. yeah. Some kind of blondish hair. Would you say light brown? You know what? It's kind of like a wannabe ginger. There you go. Yeah. Jump back to the topic. The topic <laughs> is you being a ginger Puerto Rican. Yeah, jump away from that. <laughs> Anyways, how's everyone doing? You know, it's been, uh, Thanksgiving was a couple of days ago. I'm yeah. still stuffed, I gotta say. We're recording this a Sunday after Thanksgiving, just to let you guys yeah, know. December 1st, baby. Oh, yeah. How was your Thanksgiving one? My Thanksgiving was pretty good. I got a chance to actually hang out hang out with some family. Yeah. Um, didn't get a chance to do that the last two years. Got a chance to chill with my mom, which was good because she's been having her health issues recently. Uh, got a chance to bullshit with my dad, That's you good. know, see my brothers, you know, do a little wang bang, chili bang, and eat some turkey, what and have you? some award-winning macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. What about you, John? How was your Thanksgiving? Mm, it was nice. It was fun. Uh, nice to see everyone still, still ticking, still moving around. <laughs> it was mostly quiet, so I don't know. It was a little bit of, a, I guess, a depressing one, but screw it. Everyone's still alive. That's what counts. Yeah, yeah. Mine was pretty good, too, yeah. Gotta say, it was long, long day. Oh yeah, but it was great. It was great. I wouldn't have it any other way. You wouldn't have it any other way. And yep, yeah, nope, in any other way. So if you were like, let's say, this was like Star Wars Thanksgiving. Okay, then maybe I would have a Star Wars Thanksgiving. Yeah, like Game of, not Game of Thrones Thanksgiving, because someone has to die. Uh, like a <laughs> Marvel a wedding. Yeah. I think you're, I think what you mean, everyone. Four deaths at least in a wedding. Yeah, <laughs> and one of them has to be of a unborn child yep oh Jesus Christ (laughs) (laughs) alright you murdered so Mandalorian episode 4 what did you think that was episode 4 yep I kept thinking it was episode 5 even I keep thinking it's episode 5 yeah episode 4 you know what it is I think it's because the first two episodes we got within a week Yeah. yeah so it's just so goddamn weird no but this is a great episode it's getting better and better I feel like we're going to be a broken record, but it does keep getting better yeah. and better. Like, um, what's the best way to put it? This feels like a new story arc, like between the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Right. Which, it's, it's name is official too now. It's Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's in Wikipedia now as Baby Yoda. You have to deal if with it's that. not, it's just kind of like, what's the matter with you? Yeah. But no, um, this is a pretty goddamn good episode. Um, I love the way it starts because it feels very space western. It almost felt like um, like a Joss Whedon, like Joss Whedon directed it. And yeah, it's was pretty goddamn good. I'm thinking right now. Oh yeah, who wait? Who directed this episode? Was it Bryce Dallas Howard? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, which yep. kind of shocked the hell out of me when I saw it. I was like, holy crap! You know what's surprising? Gina Carano. Yeah, Gina She's Carino. A damn good actress. Yeah, dude, have you never seen Haywire? No, yeah, and it's like, it blew me away in this one. Because in Deadpool, I remember her being pretty cool, but yeah. her role was like pretty minimalist. 
But like in this one, I was like, man, she could. Yeah, it's a solid role. Matt, she does her own out fight scenes too. Obviously, because yeah, for those her. who don't know who Gina Carino is, she's um, a former UFC um, female fighter. Exactly. And she retired just before she could do the fight between her and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that would have been an amazing fight. Yeah, that would have been. Let's just turn into the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Me. Could you imagine those two fucking going? Yeah, it's like something that we don't. I don't know how much we'll talk about. But we're like also really huge sports guys. Yeah. It's just. It's not really something that I don't know if I would do a podcast about. Oh, look. I wouldn't want to talk about baseball on a podcast all day because I will get too much inside baseball. Yeah, it's just like... But anyways, this episode was great. She carried her own. Yeah. Awesome performance. Yeah. I oh, any um end fight scene spoilers with the AT-AT. Oh, my God. Was it an AT-AT or ATST? ST. Yeah, that was an ST? Okay, yeah. yeah, it's an Imperial Walker. It was so cool that they brought that back. Yeah, it was badass. I was like, holy shit. And I like the fact that there's other people besides Stormtroopers using those. Yeah. That's pretty good. Then again, it's also like after five years. them off mm-hmm. as the Empire fell. I'm like, hey, we got Imperial yeah. weapon stuff. And oh my god, it just adds so much to the lore. Yeah. I loved it. Even I, this one, the entire show in general adds something interesting to the lore. Because... What is it? You have the Empire shutting down, and then you're hearing about the aftermath of the Empire shutting down right. or being destroyed and dismantled. You know, and in five years, carried in, and you're just seeing all the destruction and haywire that's going on. Right. It's kind of like, it's almost poetic if you really think about it. It's like historically, like after a regime ends, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. And it's like you're seeing it play out yeah. in a fictional world. It's like the Empire falls, warlords start popping up. Exactly. Yeah, also gave it a bit of like a horror element. Like how uh, one of those walkers would look to those who really ain't prepared for it. Yeah. Jedi or just anyone. It's almost like for advance as like the Star Wars universe is, it was kind of like pitchforks versus machinery. Mm -hmm. And like that story still works even today. Like when you hear stories about like the conquistadors going into the indigenous countries and like taking over, that must have been like it felt like what the hell is all this shields and swords and ships and... Stop! We're all scream. Yeah, it's like it, that story still works. Yeah, it's just with the twist of Star Wars. Oh yeah, and I love it. Yeah, I I I think it's freaking fantastic. And then going into um, what is it? One of my favorite one of my favorite things that also doesn't make any goddamn sense when the she when um what is it? The main chick asks, "Why don't you ever take your helmet off?" It's yeah. like I took it off yesterday. I can only he can only take it off. You know, when he's alone. Right. He gets his food. He's at an open window. And he takes his helmet off where children can see him. And it's I, like... You know, <laughs> I kind of laughed. At, I think it's like a little nod to that, like... He's kind of like opening himself up in ways that he didn't think he could. And it's cheesy. I thought it was kind of like, oh my god. But I liked it. For what it's worth, I liked it. No. He's a Mandalorian. He can't be a little bitch. This is the way. He has to do this. Lift up the helmet a little bit. Like he's Gorshak <laughs> from the Watchmen. Fine like this. No, it's it was it was damn good. The yeah. little love dynamic between that widow and the Mandalorian. Yeah. The um what is it? We get a little bit more background about the Mandalorian that he was taken in. Right. Yeah, that though it turns out foundling means that you were adopted in Star Wars language language right. apparently. Right. Yeah. So it's like, all right, that's that's pretty good. We got ourselves some good more, some good more. Of course, we got good more background. Yeah, <laughs> good more. <laughs> We're highly educated. Uh, that's the other thing. 
Of course, more adorable Baby Yoda. Oh, of course. Gotta Every day. In, gotta include how adorable Baby Yoda was. You heard about Disney, um, what is it, taking down gifts of Baby Yoda, right? Why? I don't fucking know. They're copywriting them. I didn't know you could copyright a gift. Well, I mean, it can copyright anything if it's without your expressive, uh, you know. I mean, I guess, but that's just so goddamn weird. Because yeah, they're going to start selling gifts, man. That's weird. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want this gift? Let's be real, though. The day Disney releases that Disney, like a plush of Baby Yoda. Oh, dude. Those are going to sell out like hotcakes. Oh, yeah. Hot. Cakes, oh, exactly. Yeah. I want that in a giant Snorlax. There's going to be Doritos in this house on a Snorlax. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So it's like... But back to the episode. I just thought it was really well done. A little yeah. longer, 41 minutes. Yeah, you're right. Because most of them longer. have been like 32. It was cool to see how they were going to plan out. How things didn't go according to plan right away. Yeah. He didn't step into the trap. They had kind of had... smart. Yeah, and it, it was just good. It wasn't too on the nose with like... Oh, one, two, three. There's got to be some kind of yeah sidetracking that has to happen to keep tension. Yeah, this movie, re- movie, this show, really is looking more western than it is space western, and that's what I like. It it just does enough. It just does yeah. all the right things. It feels like the score too. I keep saying, it, but the score to this, Dun-dun. yeah, it's just really good. Yeah. Overall, I think it's probably one of the best original series. I think you're one of the best original series. <laughs> Thanks. What is it? Earlier, before that we started, you were saying that you wrote an article about Mandalorian oh, being... Uh, what is it? Yeah, apparently Mandalorian has beat out Stranger Things as the most watched stream show. Streaming uh, show. Right. Yeah, so it's usually it's it goes Mandalorian, um, Saturday Night Live, and then Stranger Things. Well, it usually goes um, Saturday Night Live, then Stranger Things, and like Game of Thrones would be up there. But now it's like the Mandalorian is just completely on top. It's I don't know, Game of game Thrones right did now. really good for a long time, though. What? Game of Thrones, like in terms of the most watched. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Game of Thrones is going to be one of those shows that, you know, down in the future, like 10 years into the future, we're going to be watching that. And like, yeah, this is just a damn good show. You know, I mean, I can still season, watch it like six now. Or seven. Yeah. I mean, to me, they're all good except that last season. That yeah. But, you know, that's a different topic for a different day. Oh, yeah. We could bitch about this later. Yeah. If you wanted to stream that one, that'd be HBO app, right? Yeah. yeah that's all HBO. So, so what else would you get the HBO app for? Hulu? Wait. No, no you're talking Oh, about no, wait. That's the extension. Yeah. <laughs> that's Disney+. Plus. No, uh, HBO Max, maybe, because you get all the... Apparently, they're getting a bunch of DC stuff that we covered last episode. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But uh, as, as, as we mentioned in the previous episode, that was just a stupid move. Back to Mandalorian. <laughs> I give this episode five out of five. I give this one five Mandalorians out of five. <laughs> what did you think of it? I, there's nothing I can hate on this series yet. I still do five out of five. It's just so good. I can't. There's just something about that Western feel that works for that character. Yeah. Like I get mad that the episode is <clears throat> just half hours. I mean, like I want it to be an hour already. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> I think you should all take our. Our opinions of the green assault because we are sponsored by Disney. No, we're not. We're not sponsored by Disney. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> if no, we were, we'd be making good money. No, but uh, yeah, no, five out of five. Just, I can't hate on it. Everything so far is good. How many more weeks do we have till Star Wars? It was like three more weeks? I can't even remember. That's how out of tune I am for this next one. Yeah. I, I'm going to look it up right now. I always forget its release date. 
Disney, I love you, but I'm watching it on Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We've already talked. We've already gone, I think, at nauseum as to how we feel about Star Wars in general. December 20th. December 20th. So we have 19 days. Wow. From today, anyways. Wow. Wow. December 20th. That's when it yeah, comes out. No. But yeah, you know, I gotta say, I've been watching uh, the other Star Wars movies on Disney Plus. Like I just finished Attack of the Clones the other day. It's gotten me back into this Star Wars mood, but I'm still not excited to see. Yeah. Episode nine. Which is a great segue to our next sort of. As the year comes closer to an end, we're in December. Juan, we've been to the movies a lot this year. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. That's a lie. An ungodly amount. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> what yeah, a lie to. What? Shut the fuck up. Anyways, what's been your favorite movie so far this year? Well, John Three. It's like, <clears throat> come on now. Oh yeah, I did. Come on. You first. You already know that my bias, of my bias towards Keanu Reeves. It's like anything I think he does is gold because he acts his heart out. <laughs> John Wick Three is fucking awesome though, but John Wick Three. It's the top movie so far that you've seen this whole year. That one had that one had the heart pumping the fastest. I will say this: I, I, I we own we all collectively own like what two or three copies of Endgame. Yeah, I have put in Chadwick Chapter Three more times than I have put in Endgame. I've watched it more times in this month that I even got a sarcasm remark out of Dan. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's like every other day I walk in and it's like. You're watching it again, dude? It's <laughs> such a good movie. Yeah, John Wick 3 is awesome. My, yeah. my top movie this whole year was Endgame. Yeah. And, like, you're not wrong. I have seen John Wick a couple more times than I've seen Endgame. Yeah. But Endgame is something you have to sit back and make time for. Yeah. Endgame is an investment movie. with Infinity War. I agree. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. It's like, you it's should like now that they're both more. out, it'd be like listening to We Are the Champions, but then you didn't listen to We Will Rock You. Yeah. It's just one long song. I don't care what anybody says. That's, that's actually pretty succinct. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you. Right. I'm touching Dan's hand right now. Stop touching me. No. That's sad. You it's have to ch- check this. He's rubbing them now. Anyways. Yeah, my top... In <laughs> terms of like my top movies I've seen this year, Endgame, John Wick 3, Shazam totally fucking blew oh, me up. Yeah. I want to watch that one again. Yeah, Shazam... Blew me up, like it blew me away. Wait, Literally, is that no, it's WB. Come on, dude. You call yourself a nerd? My this bad. is the long boxes podcast, man. I'm the odd one. Yeah, yeah. He, you know you're what? not the odd one. Mm. You're the fucking dick. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Anyways, so I'm the best part, huh? <laughs> Get the fuck out of this house. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, I know, but Shazam totally fucking blew me up. You wow. know what else blew me out wow. the park? The fact that he just asked that shit. No, but That's Shazam true. was just... Shazam was fucking amazing. Um, God damn it. Zachary Levi. That's his name. Yeah. It's like, I really think... What can't that man do now? As Billy sing. Batson. Can you sing? He does Entangled. Oh, yeah, that's hey. right. Yeah. yeah. What can't that man do? I mean, he can't not be sexy. Yeah, man. that's... <laughs> he got me there, bro. Yeah. He got me there. Yeah, those, so far those are like the ones that stick out. Yeah, what is it? Um, I know you watched Toy Story 4. Yeah, I did. Yeah, what did you think of Toy Story 4? I really liked it. I felt like it was one of those movies where had it not been shown, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with it. But they released it, and I'm okay with it. It definitely fills in the gap that Part 3 left guessing with. 
Oh, spoilers. Because in uh, episode... I mean, episode... In Toy Story 3, we don't see Bo Peep anywhere. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck happened to Bo Peep? And, like, episode... I did it again. Toy Story 4, the first scene, it literally jumps into that answers a question. Wow. Like, immediately. It almost feels like a different movie. Is it on Disney Plus yet? Not yet. Nah. Is that one I definitely yeah. need to watch? It's good. It, it really is good. It's just one of those things where, like, Toy Story 3 ended on such a high note for me. Yeah. That I didn't know if I was emotionally ready to go into part four. Okay. But then, when I ended... When I... By the time Toy Story 4 finished, I was like, Oh no, here comes it. Like, oh, oh, oh God. Just like Princess and the Frog. I did not. For no. context, we watched Disney, Disney and the Frog. We watched Princess <laughs> and the Frog. Notice this is a few months back, and this is the first time I think I watched it. John and I think did you? Yes. Yeah, Dan and, uh, and Dan's Dan significant other. She sober. brought it through. Yeah, we were all sober. Nothing. No, no drinks. House was drunk. Oh, I, I was sober. I wasn't drunk that day. You were drinking. Was I? Yes. Oh, that explains a fucking lot. <laughs> but yeah, towards the end of that movie, when, what's the name of the goddamn cricket? Evangeline. Yeah. Well, the cricket when he gets killed. Yeah, when he gets killed and then he goes on down to Evangeline. And he becomes a star with the other fucking star at the end of the movie. Dan's crying like a little bitch. I did He's not cry. He's crying into his girl. He's no, I did not. all on her shoulder like, I can't do it. in the other corner staring at the TV. You see that little tear going on <laughs> his cheek. <laughs> I don't recall any of this happening. It was such a good movie. It didn't. Ha- it was a good movie. Yeah. And no, it did not happen. It did not I happen. I was a sober one, trust Bull me. Bullshit. You were the one going, ah, <laughs> I'm watching this cartoon of John. <laughs> no, but, yeah, so far, like, Joker, we can't forget about Joker. I mean... Joker was so damn good. In terms of movies that like, I've liked so far this year. Yeah. And, like, we're kind of film snobs, and I eventually I'll keep it a little more outside of the uh, comic book realm, but this year was just comic book galore for movies. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of hard for me not. Yeah, like, well, just... look at it. Besides Endgame, well, we had what, Captain Marvel, yeah. which I'll touch on later because I finally watched Captain Marvel. Spoiler alert. It's all right, but what else do we have? We had Shazam. Um, we had Hellboy. We had a Far From Home. Ah, uh, yes, we had um, Spider-Man Far, Far From Home. What else did we have? I think that's about it, but that's still a fuck ton of comic book movies. And what is it? Yeah, that's insane. We're not going to get this. I don't think we're going to get this again. Yeah, that's funny because it's like this is probably one of the last times we're going to have that many. Yeah, the last time we're going to feel this way. Yeah. You know, because I would equate this feeling, but watching Endgame, I would equate that feeling to like when you watched Star Wars Episode One. Yeah. You know, or any Star Wars that you saw in theaters. Yeah, we any, just used it because we were... Yeah, because we're, you know, of that generation, our first Star Wars yeah. was episode one. Blew my fucking mind. Oh, yeah. I know it's a bit off topic, but um, when are we getting the next James Bond movie? Uh, we are supposed to be getting the next, next year, James Bond 21. movie either next year or 2021. Um, this will be Daniel Craig's last one, and I think Sam Mendes is returning, who directs 1917. Right. 
Um, just for like <coughs> preface, we have not watched every single movie. So if anyone comments, I have whatever. Dude. Oh yeah, so you saw Motherless and um, Motherless Manhattan? The hell is that? Exactly. <laughs> you saw Hersher? Okay, now I'm not knowing. Exactly. This shit. <laughs> that didn't come out this year. That came out like 2009. Fucking bitch. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about Double no, Seven at all. Movie. It's just a different movie. Just he's testing you, and you failed. Oh, you're not a nerd. Say, you're a well, phony. You're a fat phony. phony. <laughs> you want to use a GTX Rise Core 962 and shove it up your ass? But okay. <laughs> remember, uh, anyways, yeah. So far, these are the movies that I really like so far. Yeah, um, it would go. Endgame, John Wick 3, no, Endgame, Joker, John Wick 3, and Shazam. I still have to watch Joker. So, those are my, like, top, I guess, four. If I had to add number five, I don't even know this year. I'd have to, maybe Luke Yesterday. I really liked Yesterday. Oh, Yesterday's the Beatles movie, right? Yeah, that was a really good movie. Does that Mulan come out this year? Next year. Yeah. Yeah, live action Mulan. Which, I, I gotta admit, looks kind of interesting, so... I wanna watch Who's it. playing Mulan? I can't remember the actress's name, but we can look that up right now. We'll come back to that in a little bit. Is it bit. being directed by an Asian female? I don't know one. Dan, I can't watch this movie. This is directed by an Asian female. <laughs> Anywho. Or a person of color. You too. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what's your game of the year? My game of the year is Mulan. Your game of the year is Mulan? <laughs> no, um... John, we've played a lot of video games. We've we've looked at them. We've touched them with our hands. Mm-hmm. We've watched them with our eyes. Yeah. All of 2019, this has been arguably one of the best years we've had for video games. Okay. What games have you played this year? What do you like? What's your favorite so far? Uh, What's your name? What's your sign? This is a hard one. I asked you for your name and your sign. It's not that hard. Shut up. Playing Eve Wolfden 2, kind of late. Yeah, because that came out, what was that, 2017? Or was that 2016? Probably 16. Okay. Playing that one a bit late. Love it. Scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Yeah, what is it? Playing Evil Within 2. It damn near has the exact same control control scheme as Resident Evil 2. Mm -hmm. Which is potentially my game of the year this year. I loved Resident Evil 2 remake. But much more frightening monsters. Yeah. But for the love of God, don't make a Bethesda account because you are going to be fighting the urge to turn on those cheat codes. Really? The game comes with cheat codes? All you have to do is make the Bethesda account. You sign in and the options, you have invincibility mode, <laughs> super damage mode, <laughs> and unlimited sprint. Yeah. Fuck. You... Evil Within, didn't it, that's Shinji Mikami too, right? The hell are you talking about? The creator of Resident Evil. I guess so. God damn it, I need your help with this. I see, I know my games, I don't know all the people in the background. Oh, you bastard, you need to do this. Unless it's uh, Kojima, I don't know it. <laughs> well, we should also, what is it, I know you and I played Resident Evil 2 extensively when it first came out. Oh, I still play that bitch. Yeah, that... Is absolutely fantastic. Dan, you've watched a couple playthroughs of Resident Evil 2 with us. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I played yeah. the original. Yeah, exactly. And this is the perfect remake to a video game. Um, it's as if you're playing the PlayStation 2 version. I mean, the PlayStation 1 version. 
just completely revamped. A lot of the doorways, a lot of the walls, and a lot of the pop-outs, the pop-up scares happen exactly the way they would happen in Resident Evil 2. I, I just think it's really done. It's yeah. really well done, I have to say. Like, that's how you redo a game. Like, that's how you remaster a game. Yeah. And this is coming from the not-so-big gamer. He a gamer, but not 100%. Yeah. What is he it? Is, and he was impressed when I connect the Xbox One X up to his 4K TV, and he's seen that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a 4K TV. Yeah, no, it's, it's really good. And, like, my TV, definitely, not to brag about it, but it definitely... It, <laughs> I don't think you guys have had as much fun experience playing it and not been for that. Yeah, because I kind of want to play it again. Oh, yeah, See, I've been meaning to do a play game. If, you, if you're one of those people who get bored and beat them like 14 times, that could replace Res- the Resident Evil 1. Oh, yeah. You can stroll through that and know where everything is. You want to up the sponge count on the zombie, raise that difficulty. <laughs> get chased by Mr. X, threaten him with a rocket launcher. Same old, same old. <laughs> Just... It'll take you a lot longer. If you have it on PC, turn them into Shrek or Thomas the Oh my god, I remember when you showed me those videos. <laughs> fucking modding them. <laughs> oh my god. And then they modded to where Smash Mouth starts playing when he fucking breaks in through it. Yeah. Oh my god, that was just badass. Or a newest one with Pennywise and it just plays the weird little... <laughs> something yeah. like that in the yeah. background. What is it? Oh, did you get a chance to actually play Titanfall 2? Nah. Really? I played only a bit of it in the beginning. Oh, dude, you've got to play that one. That's, to me, the most slept-on game of this generation. I know, I want to play it. It's just like it doesn't draw me in. Really? It really doesn't. Oh, man. That is such a damn good game. It's like I'm a little bit disappointed. I feel like you. I feel like if you you have to play that game, like if you touch this generation, Titanfall 2. <laughs> so, like, what would you say your top three games are this year? My top three games are this year. So far. So far. Because you still haven't played uh, Falling Order. No. Um, what is it? Victor. Well, Victor's bringing over his PS4 copy. So I'm definitely going to be playing that on the PS4. Um, Bloodstained Ritual Tonight is probably my number one game of this year. Um, it's done by, I forget the name of the creator, but um, the director of Castlevania Symphony of... Um, the night and it's a little bit on the nose with like a lot of its references in the game when you play it the moment you turn it on it feels like symphony of the night but it's just so goddamn fun it's a great 2.5 d side scroller and i just enjoy i haven't beaten it all the way through yet i haven't platinumed it but a lot of the voice actors are great and you have david Hayter in the game it's like that's the greatest thing I remember when I heard that from like a room down when you were playing. It. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, Bloodstain is Bloodstain is probably one of my favorite ones. Um, War Groove is definitely another one of my favorite games. I'm currently playing that a bit. It's kind of fun. Yeah, War Groove is a War Groove is like the spiritual successor to Advance Wars. Um, it's a nice little tactics based game that you can get on the PS4, um, Xbox One X, or the uh, Nintendo Switch, and it's just great. It's nice, colorful, fun, and it's just great in tactics. One game, two games that I still need to play this year, other than Jedi Fallen Order, which will make it three, would be Blasphemous. Yeah. That's a game I've been looking for, looking at for the past four years. And Thalcio Arbiter's Mark, which looks like a Final Fantasy Tactics um, 
spiritual successor. And you still really want to get down and heavy with Sicario. The hell? That's a movie. Oh, oh which one did I mean to say? I have no idea. John, how do you Shadow ask? Die twice. Oh, Sekiro. Thank you. Sekiro. S <laughs> e k i r o. That's Sekiro. Sicario. S i c a r i o. My feelings. <laughs> no, but I do. That's another one. So let's make four. Because Sekiro Shadows died die twice. I really do need to play. Um, I don't necessarily have an interest of playing. Um, God damn it! What's the name of that game by um, Obsidian? Uh, Outer Worlds. Yeah, it's like I want to touch Outer Worlds, but I don't have a need to where I want to play till its end. It's something once you start playing it, you're gonna be like, "Ooh, this feels like a very fleshed out New Vegas," and then you, the hype dies down very quickly. What is it? I know. What is it? I know the Outer Worlds has been nominated for Game of the Year. And Death Stranding has been nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah. Um, I find it weird that Death Stranding has been nominated because it came out two weeks. What is it? it came out two weeks before it was nominated. <laughs> it's like, that just their, doesn't make any sense. People love their side mission games, their little delivery games, their little Minecraft-like games. They love that stuff. Still, <laughs> it's like the cutoff mark is when Auto Worlds came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Gears Five. A very fun split screen game. That's yeah. what I'll say about it. Um, Gears 5. I was enamored with the story when I first played it, but then letting it like just stay in my mind. Um, the more I think about it, the more I don't like it. The multiplayer is kind of fun. It feels a bit more refined from Gears 3 and 4, but I still prefer the old janky style. You know, the janky feel that Gears of War had, yeah. where everyone felt clunky. And this one, everything felt more robotic and Exactly. Precise. Even watching you play, everything looked more robotic and precise. Yeah, it was like, this just doesn't feel right. Because whenever you, whenever you aim a shotgun, it's supposed to spread. It doesn't feel like it spreads when you pull the trigger in Gears 5. It's like Black Ops, like three zombies I'm currently playing, where none of the guns have any recoil. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it just, I don't know, it just weirded me out. Like, the, the Lancer is the best weapon in that game. And it's like, Jesus Christ. I, I don't know. It's just something about Gears 5 that I just don't like. Maybe it's the fact that there's microtransactions in a AAA first-party game. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. That one, I don't know, Gears 5 might be my least favorite game this year. It's just something about that game. So if you had to make a list. If I had to make a list, it would be Resident Evil 2, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, um, Judgment. Yeah, Judgment came out this year. And what else? Maybe MLB The Show 19. <laughs> what about you, John? Well, if I had to do a top five list? Yeah, or, you know, just top three. It doesn't matter. Just, like, what you think your top games that you played this year were. I love my Resident Evil. Of course. Now, my counting game, did it come out this year? No, this year. It has to be this year. Oh, in that case, take Judgment out, because it came out last year. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <coughs> Outer Worlds. I'll get. I'll put that one in my third. I don't know which one's my second though. Those Yellow boys. What the hell else have I been playing? Well, we'll come back to one. But one. While we come back to John, what movies or games are you looking forward to 
that you haven't seen and want to play. I feel like I know Falling Order is one of them. Oh yeah, Falling Order just looks fantastic. Bugs and all. That and we have to support Respawn. <laughs> um, for those of you that don't know, Respawn is a developer um, founded by Vincent West and Jason Zampella. And they left, what was that, Infinity Ward, their previous um, developer, their previous studio, and they went to EA to form Respawn. And they ended up doing Titanfall 1, which was a Xbox One exclusive. It was pretty good, but didn't sell well. They did Titanfall 2, which EA completely fucked them over because it launched dead in the middle of a Call of Duty and a Battlefield. And now we have their third game that has come out, which is Fallen Order. And this is one of those games where it's just like you got to support the studio because the studio could die. It's in the hands of EA, and it's frightening. But um, yeah, that's definitely one I'm looking forward to playing. Um, out of for this year, there really isn't any other game that I've been looking forward to playing. Maybe Toll Jam and Earl, because I like isometric games. I think that's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, I might try that one out then. Yeah, How about Blasphemous? Blas- I could check, I'm not sure. Yeah, because that one I definitely need to try out. And I know, what is it? All the games I want don't come out until next year. Yeah, same. Cyberpunk 2099, Dying Final Light Fantasy VII, Dying Light 2, um, Ghost of Tsushima. We have a lot of games coming out next year that, um, like, just before the launch of the PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah, which we'll make a, we'll do a separate video on our predictions of the PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet because there's a lot a to delve in. You're going to give it a year before you pick it up? Yeah, give it a year. As I, I'm going to wait to see what's wrong with them. Well, I have a launch PS4, so I might end up jumping the gun. Yeah. So if I if I do, it'll be needed because my my unit, it's not chugging along. It works perfectly fine. Yours sounds like an engine taking off. All PS4 sound like an engine taking off. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, maybe I just need to open it up and dust it off. And that's never going to work. You sure? It's the original fan design. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so then my PS4 is working fine then. Yeah, sounds like an engine. <laughs> it's going to fit. Then we'll be able to fly out this motherfucker. Yeah. That's crazy. No, well. You know what else is crazy? What is it? Damn it, I gotta stop dropping it. What are you yeah, doing? What is that I, that's falling? I, yeah, I lay my phone on this and it just keeps falling. Yeah, oh, well, you know. Stop touching it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Jesus, what's wrong with you? I'm so, you know what? <laughs> a lot of things is wrong with me. Hey, let's talk about it. What's wrong with you? No, no, that's, this is not that's this part of this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. I can this give is, him a little bit of therapy. This is therapy. <laughs> what's wrong, man? Nothing is wrong. There's a lot of things wrong. Yeah, maybe. But what's interesting to me. God, he's about, topics. I am changing topics because this is what's important is the movie that I haven't seen this year that as soon as I found out was coming out I wanted to see was 1917 yeah and that just looks reviews have been great for it it's, I love war movies in general so it's like the fact that there's a really well done war movie from what I hear yeah I gotta be there oh for I sure I gotta be there what is it? I know it's directed by Sam Mendes. For those who don't know who Sam Mendes is, he's directed like the last, I want to say three or four Bond movies. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't remember who directed Casino Royale. It may have been Mendes also. Yeah. But um, what is it? 1917 is, what is that? The World War One movie, yeah. obviously. And from what it looks like, is it's an entire tracking shot. Yeah. That's what I, and I love movies that are tracking shots. Birdman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. For anybody who doesn't know what a tracking shot is... That's usually when you have a continuous shot 
of just sequences happening. Right. Like there's it, no edits. There's no. It's just exactly camera like let's say the action. opening of Goodfellas or all of Birdman or all of The Revenant. Those movie. Those movies basically utilize what tracking shots are. Little it's cinema a knowledge. Little, little ding. <laughs> the more you know. Oh. But yeah, I think that's it for today, guys. Yeah, I like to think that's it. I, yeah, mean, I don't have anything else I want to talk about. How about you? No, I'm good. I can't think about it. Yeah, no, nice yeah. and short and sweet. Kind of like The Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Except maybe not as exciting. But, you know, it's after the holidays. so Short and sweet. Just like a white man's penis. Oh, my God. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not going to edit that out. <laughs> no, but it's like a little short and sweet episode. You know, we're all still kind of tired from the holidays being with everyone. Yeah, that's true. I'm still shitting my pants. <laughs> but, uh... Until next time, everybody, hope you had a good time. Hope you had a good holiday. And from the Long Boxes podcast, we, we want wish to thank you, you. We wish you a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> do, we, do we do that? We wish people a happy Thanksgiving? It already passed. It doesn't matter. Uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Long Boxes Podcast. And please, any questions or any sort of... You want to give us fucking feedback? You want to tell us how bad we are? Email, email us. What's the fucking email? Longboxespodcast at gmail.com. Tell us how bad we are. Signing out. Do, 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 do. You're reading all those because I ain't. <laughs> <laughs>